Unscripted and our track entitled Scholarship celebrates the published work of select nurse educators from the NLN's official journal, Nursing Education Perspectives, and the NLN Nursing Edge blog. The conversations embrace the author's unique perspectives on teaching, learning innovations, and the implications for nursing program development and enhancement. This episode is on the issue of clinical evaluation of pre licensure BSN students. We will discuss the author's article, Clinical Evaluation in Pre-Licensure Baccalaureate Nursing Programs, a Qualitative Descriptive Study. The discussion will focus on the unique findings of the author who published the manuscript in the January-February 2022 issue of Nursing Education Perspectives, Volume 43, Issue 1. Our speaker today is Dr. Patsy J. Butts, who is an Associate Professor at Middle Georgia State University Department of Nursing. I want to welcome Dr. Butts to the conversation, and I'm going to ask her to briefly summarize her study and her findings and the relevance to the conversation today. Welcome, Dr. Butts. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, so my, my study, the aim of my study was to provide a current description of what the clinical or nurse educators, um, how they were going about doing clinical evaluation across the United States. So I set out to try to um, include faculty from small universities, larger universities, private and um, state universities. And um, I was able to get a good sample from all the different regions um, in, across the United States. And what I found was that in the past decade, since um, Dr. Benner, uh, released the transformation of um, nursing education and um, the two national surveys that were done on uh, clinical evaluation and assessment of nursing students that we really haven't made very much progress. Um, and things stay pretty much the same. This, people are still doing clinical evaluation the same way. And um, I found that most of the clinical nurse educators that were doing the evaluation did not really understand evaluation, did not have a background in education, and um, just really kind of winked it, basically, when they were doing evaluation. So it's not surprising that we are still struggling with um, the competency levels of our students because we just haven't made much ground. Yeah, I found the article interesting in just the fact that it's discussing the same thing we've been talking about for 20 or 30 years, exactly. but this seems to be a theme in nursing, right? We revisit things over and over again without making much progress and moving forward. Uh, you know, we talk about this in, in the nursing programs I've been involved in over the years, the inconsistency 
in the qualitative nature, of course, of the evaluations in the clinical setting. And, you know, you can have two different instructors, of course, evaluating the same student and come to two very different conclusions about the student's success or progress in the program. And so I, I, I know we talk about a way of standardizing our clinical tools across the board. And I know many schools like, you know, look at other schools and kind of mimic some of the things they're doing. But you're right, the nature of clinical evaluation is very um, qualitative in nature, of course, very subjective in many ways. Um, we're looking at task attainment for the most part. It's difficult sometimes to gauge uh, a student's, as Dr. Benner calls it, you know, the knowing that is the kind of the skill and the knowing how and the knowing why is that situated practice-based kind of learning that we sometimes have difficulty describing in an evaluation. Okay. And so that leads me to the question I wanted to asked you, um, it seems we've been evaluating, like I said, clinical competencies of students in the clinical setting the same way for decades. You know, the skills list with the task accomplishment, the students do their large, you know, cumbersome care plans, usually still written or, you know, now on the computer. Despite research that Dr. Benner uh, has uh, conducted that describes clinical reasoning and situated thinking and action as a more effective way to evaluate student outcomes. I know Dr. Benner's developing this work, has been developing this work to use in a more contextual way. What are your thoughts on this as it relates to your findings in this study? Well, when I was talking to nurse educators from across the country, um, it was clear that they did not have a good grasp on how to do evaluation. Or basically, they used their past experiences in, in nursing school to determine what they should ask the student to do. And some of us have been out of nursing school for quite a long time and needs some bounds in medicine. So it's, it's I found that astonishing. Um, there was a lot of autonomy um, amongst even the educators in their programs. They were able to do whatever they would like to do. They based it on, I had some clinical educators tell me that they based students evaluation on a ranking system. They would rank their students from strongest to weakest. Um, they uh, did not really have a clear picture of what competency was. So I find it difficult or not really difficult to understand. I, I understand why we have not made the, the grounds toward what Dr. Benner was speaking of. Because, you know, it's quite, it's complicated to try to teach that um, situated thinking in action because we don't really have um, any control over what the patient's going to be that day when we take our students into the clinical setting. So it's difficult to actually make sure that we're meeting those, those types of objectives um, for a skilled, knowledgeable educator. So when you have someone who is inexperienced, it's very difficult for them to even um, fathom how to go about doing that. We're sometimes talking about, it, uh, of course, a nursing student who's inexperienced with an inexperienced educator. Exactly. Um, and, and, and maybe not an inexperienced nurse, right, but an inexperienced right. educator. So not understanding even how to you know, look at the student through the lens of a student and where they should be at, at, at the place they are in the program. Um, yeah, you know, with the new essentials are here, obviously, and I know all of us across the country will be working with um, 
implementing those uh, those new essentials over the next several years and looking at competency-based evaluation, which is what the essentials are, are saying. And this is a good opportunity, I think, for us to reimagine how we can evaluate students in the clinical setting. And the clinical setting now includes the virtual setting, right? The, the, not only the um, simulations in, in the, the labs, but the virtual simulations that are now happening mostly because of COVID, you know, they were, they've been there, but we didn't really start working on them and looking at them until COVID. And I know there was a recent article that Dr. Benner sent me and I, forgive me, I don't remember the name at the moment that talked about the value and, and looking at the, um, the success of those virtual simulations and how you can get to still get to that situated thinking and practice through those virtual simulations, not in the same way, obviously, as having somebody there with you at the side of the bed. But so what are your, uh, as we continue the conversation around the way we evaluate students, what are your thoughts about evaluating them as we're talking about the new essentials and this competency-based type of evaluation you're looking at, which is not looking just at task and, and checking off on a list. Right, when I was talking to the um, clinical educators and we were talking about how, what, what was their process of actually doing clinical evaluation, I actually um, chose to, um, in, to seek out a recruitment of educators that were CCNE accredited and that, you know, actually in that accreditation, they require the essentials to be part of the overall um, curriculum embedded in, threaded throughout the curriculum. Interesting enough, I believe only one or two educators ever brought up the essentials. So I think we have a lot of work to do. They actually did not really base their, their evaluation on the essentials of a baccalaureate education that the, that the nurse needs. So we have some work. I think we really need to, um, to work on educating our faculty on how to do evaluation first. But I do agree with the simulations. I think that um, building a, a more simulation into our programs um, is going to help us educate our evaluators, but also to ensure our students are meeting those objectives and developing that situated thinking in action. Um, because it gives us a little bit more control over the type of um, patients and, and situations that we want our students to actually have practice uh, with. Um, but we're, you know, COVID has also caused some issues with us being in the hospital. Um, here in the South, we have been fortunate enough to actually be back into the hospital almost from the beginning, but we did have some areas the students can go to. But across the nation, there are many nursing students who have not even been able to get into clinical, um, really good clinical situations and experiences to help develop that level of of competency. And I saw an article recently, um, it was uh, talking about crisis in competency and they spoke to um, our competency levels of new graduate registered nurses had fallen down to about 9% of those that are entering into practice actually being at the level mm -hmm. of competency. So we do have some serious work well, that we need to work on. You, well, you touched We've been discussing the lack of clinical nurse educator training. Mm -hmm. Would you please provide us with your thoughts on how this inconsistency in standardizing our training impacts student success? 
Well, I think it's, I think it really is one of the major keys to um, student success. Um, for instance, where I'm, where I am, um, we have been working on developing ourselves um, because we really feel like that's a key to helping the student success. And um, we are working on uh, developing our part-time, our adjunct who do a lot of our clinicals, having an orientation, working on evaluation, um, making sure they understand the tools. And, um, you know, the next step is we're going to have to work on inter-rater reliability with, with our tools that we use. Um, that, like you said before, the evaluators can have inconsistencies evaluating the same student. And I really think that goes back to the fact that they don't understand really evaluation. Um, there were, when I was interviewing um, the educators, the backgrounds, you know, were all were from various things. We had master's level nurse practitioners. There were a few that had doctorates in nursing education. Most were doctorates in nursing practice. Um, and we had some um, uh, PhD um, prepared uh, educators as well. And um, most of them did not have any um, additional coursework in nursing education. So they weren't familiar with curriculum and, and really objectives and how to meet those objectives and um, what the clinical tools actually um, were measuring. And, um, and actually they told me that they, um, the tools were afterthoughts. They, they did not actually relate them to the objectives of the curriculum for their program clinical objectives. So it's no wonder that the students are not getting a clear, we're not getting a clear picture of competency um, when, we're, when we are evaluating students. Um, I think that the nursing uh, programs are going to have to develop their own um, educational um, training for much of the um, educators because they're not getting that coursework. It's not part of the program, their curriculum when they're getting their doctorates to actually have um, teaching and learning and evaluation, how to do evaluation um, in their program. So we're gonna have to take it upon ourselves, recognize that it is an issue and that it is impacting our student success. Do it ourselves. Right, right. And COVID certainly didn't help. It helped expose a lot of this um, and, and it certainly, you know, it's a unique situation that we've been through the last two years that, um, you know, has uh, taken away some of the lens we were looking through as far as how we are doing clinical evaluation because of the move towards simulation, virtual simulation. And just, you know, and I think we should be clear here that this is not a personal criticism of any of our clinical partners who are, we are so grateful for and the work they do with our students. It's more about the system in which we design these uh, partnerships and, um, you know, the lack of, you know, educating new instructors that are coming on to join us. Um, and there's a variety of reasons why that happens, you know, time, uh, money, it's regional, uh, amount of people available, et cetera, things like that. But it, it's a huge problem. With, with training our um, yeah. ourselves, it's very difficult. We can't, we can't, put our hand or our finger on exactly what competency means ourselves. It's difficult. So, right. you know, it's, it's partly, it's, it's a big 
problem and it's complicated. It's a very, uh, that's the reason why it's been 10 years and we still have made <laughs> right. little problems. Exactly, exactly. It's extremely complicated. Yes, yes. And, and you know, I, my, my hope is with the new essentials, it's going to be a, a new direction for us in nursing education and an opportunity for us to be innovative and look at things a little bit differently and come up with some really outside the box type of uh, opportunities here for us to educate our students and evaluate our students in a way that's different than we've been doing in the past. So it'd be interesting to see what programs are coming up with over the next several years uh, to meet the new essentials. And um, yeah, I'm and looking forward to it. And the next gen comes out. It'll be interesting to see. Maybe yes, that's going to be yes. you know, something that helped push us a little bit forward is, is those um, next gen uh, exams. We already have our cohorts in that are going to be taking that exam and we're already having right. to think, think ahead. And um, the best way to tie it all together is clinical. So maybe we'll get a little bit more intentional and that's going to help, I think. That's a great point. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining us uh, for this conversation. I really appreciate your time and expertise in sharing your work and broadening our understanding of the work you did and just you know, stimulating a conversation around this topic. To our listeners, if you have not had the opportunity to read uh, this work, you can find the manuscript published in Nursing Education Perspectives, Clinical Evaluation and Pre-Licensure Baccalaureate Nursing Programs, a Qualitative Descriptive Study, published uh, in the manuscript in January, February of this year, volume 43, issue number one. And thank you for joining us. And thank you very much too, Dr. Butts. Thank you.